0: but there we are
1: okay uh shall i repeat the question for the for
2: <laughs> uh actually i uh, go
0: ahead and do that yeah. Audience, you... mm-hmm. yes well all right i have
1: the idea that well, I'll, I'll give you it as I wrote it. As I sit down, I'm sitting at this stage on a cushion on a mat because I find that comfortable. I got to a stage of of do being able to do that. And also, this is what I'm doing. As I sit down, I arrange my legs on the cushion, etc. I get contacts from the sense of touch, some good, some not, a mixture. Then. Very quickly a <coughs> kind of Vedana of I like that. And as I go on the breathing, I like the ball with is of carrot. I want more of that. It feels good and I hang on to that and effectively it takes over, this is what I wrote yesterday, and I become one who feels a huge amount of course physical pity which produces a good feeling of satisfaction so I've got satisfaction, and I've got success, I'm thinking so yippee at this stage, I can do this which is what you know what you've been talking about, so mm-hmm. really the question is am I now using it beneficial way, the petite samapada, because normally the way the teacher samapada seems to be taught is you're stopping, you're stopping a bad um, escalation, if you like. Mm. Um, <clears throat> uh, but I'm using it as a, to sort of produce, a, produce a, 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 a better feeling, if you like.
2: okay What
1: do you reckon um, to that?
2: Well. First off, you can, you can get that um, we, we start using wholesome thoughts to begin to control the mind in the wholesome. Mm-hmm. And eventually, we can begin to put gaps in that wholesome uh, uh, thought pattern. So that when we come out of the gaps, it goes back into the wholesome thoughts. So if we can do it that way, then we can also see the feelings in a kind of the similar way that the first thing is, is that like the mind, the feelings are out of control. And we don't have much uh, uh, control actually over how we feel until we practice and what we're going to practice is intentionally feeling good and not only that but exploring what it is what it means to feel good and when we explore what it means to feel good that begins then to give us enormous control over the way we feel and eventually we can come to the state that maybe the best feelings at all, uh, of all is not much feeling at all. That let the feelings come to a rest. And this is where that whole teaching about Petita samapada comes in, especially at the point of wisdom, at the point of contact, means that now we can actually con- begin to control the feelings. But as we also bring perception to a stop it also brings the feelings to a stop now this is pretty sophisticated or out there someplace but the point is is that we're going in that direction of learning to control the feelings so that they can subside but we can't go from bad feelings to equanimity We always have to be able to control the feelings and in the controlling of the feelings, because if we have no control of the feelings, there's no possibility of going from bad feelings to no feeling. We have to learn to control the feelings by controlling them into feeling good, and then we can control that into subsiding with more sophisticated control into. um, at ease. We can also see, in fact, that we're doing the same thing with the body that we start with the body feeling comfortable and uh, safe and secure, and we eventually wind up with the body uh. being completely relaxed. So with the, with the body relaxed, with the mind relaxed to the point of not much thinking at all, and the, um, the feelings become relaxed.
1: Can I can I stop you there? I'm getting I've got a bad signal this end. Um, I, I'm only getting a, a little rate of download. Um, uh, I'm going I, to I, uh, change over onto.
2: Go on, go ahead. Yes, I think I think the problem is on your end because we've got. Um, uh, Fiber optics right into the house here and that I noticed in the front of the call, the first part of the call that your voice was dropping out quite heavily. So it may be yeah. that your Wi-Fi is not strong. If you can get to a better Wi-Fi, oh. we'd be better off.
1: I'm going to try. I'm just going to try on the. To, to take it through the, the telephone. Um, uh, Wait a minute, before I do that, I just want to try and get the uh, speed. Well, no, I won't. I'll do that. I, I will bring a scan on my phone using the Wi Fi, not the Wi Fi into the house, but the, uh, the telephone data signal. Um, where's. Sorry. No, if I try to
0: get into the call will this give me the mm. you're still dropping out a lot
1: hang on i'm calling you through the phone now are you, are joined? you joined? oh dear oh yeah. So turn one of the microphones off. Right, that's what we do. I've turned it. Oh, the voice is going all funny, but I've. I can hear you just fine now. You can hear me just fine. And can you see me? I'm. I'm going yes, to the phone. Yes, I can. Yes,
0: it would be better if you turned it horizontal. But it's right. okay now.
1: There you go. There you are. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Let's try and let's try and exit the Skype on the exit the Skype on the computer. Right. All right.
2: And now I'm coming through. I know oh, everything is good. Yes. We're fine.
1: Everything is good, right? And you can see me okay, and I can see you okay. Right. That's fine. Um Good. Uh, well, where were we? Yes.
2: we were talking about the last of it was is that, as we understand the anapanasati, is is that we can either do the investigation that's needed with a mind that's noisy, clouded, all over the place, bad feelings, hindrances, and that's the way that the system is uh-huh. taught. Yeah, it can also be understood to be the um, the shortcut method. Uh huh. Uh, Go go directly to the um. Dhamma Nupasana. However, the teaching of the Buddha is is that no, we're going to be doing all of Anapanasati. We're going to work with the body, the feelings and the mind. In fact, the mind states so the conditions of the mind, not the content. All right. So being able to have one wholesome thought after another is not one wholesome thought after another, per se. It's having a mind that is in a state that delivers one wholesome thought after another. Right. Okay. And and that that's a part of settling down. That's the part of uh, becoming still. The stillness is, first off, instead of being the monkey jumping all over the forest, the monkey is staying in one tree, just the wholesome, okay? We do exactly the same thing as that with the body in the sense that we start by watching the breathing, we investigate the body, especially any tensions and whatnot like that, and ultimately come to the body at rest, relaxed stable. Yeah. Yeah. Though the translators want to use words like tranquil or tranquilized, I would prefer to use just being at rest. Okay, we do the same thing with the feelings. From the state of the feelings is that they're unwholesome and wholesome, they're mixed together, they're all over the place. And mm-hmm. what we're going to do with the feelings also is train them First, by by um, being able to control the feelings to the point that they're positive, happy feelings—the kind of feelings that we would want—and then we bring even that to a rest, because ultimately, the um, when when I say to people. Well, how do you want to feel? What, what's the best feeling that you could have? And by experimenting with the very, very high peaks and everything like that, ultimately coming home back to the valley are just no feelings at all. The feelings come at rest. So when the feelings are at rest, when the mind's at rest, when the body is at rest, now that's like a tripod so that we could really, really see what's going on. And also in this state, everything that there is to see is real everything that there is to see is wholesome because we've already removed the unreal and unwholesome by getting the mind steady and so many meditation practices don't work so well because the observation is still just observing the hindrances rather than seeing reality the way that it really is And so that's the distinction. Now, uh, some say, well, one is a Vipassana method, and the other one is a Samatha method, which is the word for peace or stillness. And and in the suttas, it says, no, they've got to be developed together. If you have one, then get the other. But if you don't have either one, go get them both together. All right. And and in that way, in fact, without making the discernment of what is a wholesome thought and what is not a wholesome thought, we're not doing any vipassana any insight at all. The first insight we want is, oh, that's an unwholesome thought, throw it out.
1: Yes, yes, okay.
2: Oh, that's an unhappy, unwholesome feeling. It's a feeling of fear. Let me change that. Let me settle down and I don't feel afraid. Let me throw that feeling out so that I can have happy feelings and happy thoughts, which then come to a rest. Right. Right. But we have to use vipassana in the sense of seeing what's going on all along the way. That's why Samantha and vipassana are, are actually joined together. But back to your original question, then, is that we do want to control the feelings. And the better way of controlling them is the easy way, and that is learning to control how we feel. And then we can learn to control the intensity of the feelings so that we wind up being just easy everything is really easy so that's the way that we learn to control the feelings rather than coming from bad feelings up to zero we go from negative to pull on positive explore the positive completely and then let it rest
1: the difficulty is with that of course that um it tends to hang off it, it's it's uh, you know the, the positive. If you don't if you don't watch it, you get into all this um, body convulsing and um, you know or what they call, I believe. Um, um, uh, oh dear. I well, let word.
2: me ask you this: How many hours a day do you spend jerking your body around like that?
1: very little of the very little I, <laughs> okay I, tend, I mean I'm tending to try and sit um try and sit for six minutes at a time and then sometimes it, it this all goes on to 18 12 18 24 but in in the in the normal way I'm trying to do a small number of of, of actual attempts to meditate um really a a number of them in a day, short periods. Um, And this is, this trying, I mean, this is fair enough. I mean, one is going around then with a general feeling in the back of the mind that I can do this when I want to do it. I can Mm -hmm. get somewhere with it when I want to do it. The problem is then when we pass on to the, um, when we pass on to what happens when uh, a, a stimulus comes in, which leads to anger. Now, a schoolmate of mine, back when I was at school, still in touch with the guy uh, said to me, um, he said to me, you have a habit of getting uh, the wrong end of the stick. and thinking it's the thick end of the wedge and handing back, sorry, thinking it's the thin end of the wedge and then hitting back with the thick end. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, so, looking at when a stimulus comes in, I mean, somebody says something to you that you do not like. So, if I'm looking at it from the point of view of Petitja Samadpada, the first thing I'm getting is the ear consciousness and so on. I'm I'm getting a sound. Now, I'm in the first instance i'm not really at the instant of hearing it i'm not deciding whether that is i like it or i don't like it it comes to the point where i've figured out what is being said i've presumably now compared it with Sankaras with, with various past memories, internal memories. And at this point, the the sort of trigger arises. And I, 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 I do uh, I, I do feel that, uh, you know, that there is a kind of there is a kind of trigger. Sometimes you can actually notice that there is a trigger. Uh, the difficulty, of course, is that stopping it at the, the this trigger point. Stopping yourself from pulling the trigger, um, and 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 replying with an unwholesome a, 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 a reply. Okay. Um, All right. So
2: let me respond to this so far. Um, the the trigger that's pulled is not necessarily what that guy said. The incoming all right mm-hmm. that in fact part of the sankara is is that you've heard that before and you didn't yeah. like it before and so you hear it yeah. this time and you don't like it this time okay oh, yeah. now I realize here, that. all right so that's good that's great now we can say that we can actually do something like this in two different ways in the well, sense that we can do it with in advance with wisdom Or we can do it um, uh, in the sense of trying to undo the damage that got done when we didn't see it coming. So um, let us express it like this. Imagine that the guy who said what he said, when he said it to you, you didn't like it, okay? There's some, I don't know what it was, some criticism. Somebody criticized you and you didn't like it, yep. right? It. Guess All right, all of that is all delusional. The actuality is, is that he criticized a, a, a Jerry in his own mind because he doesn't know who you are at all. He doesn't know who he is he doesn't know who you are all he knows is he doesn't like something and so he criticizes jerry in his own mind now there's also the jerry in the room but that's not you either but in fact the way that we want to take it wisely is is that you're an observer and you're seeing jerry there getting criticized we're going to observe this thing going on and realize that you're actually going to be Jerry's agent so that you can help Jerry to behave according to wisdom rather than according to his feelings. So we set up this third party, this individual, the observer, who is also going to become the agent. Mm -hmm. So, Whoever criticized Jerry was criticizing a Jerry in his own mind. Mm -hmm. But now we have this new observer who's going to protect Jerry from uh, the Jerry that's in the room, from the Jerry in that guy's mind, because the wise one, the observer, knows they're not the same. (laughs) Okay, he's um, not absurd. He's not. Com- he, he, in fact, he is not criticizing you. He's criticizing his own imagination of you, and that's absolutely. liberating to recognize that he's not talking about you at all.
1: <clears throat> well, that's not entirely so because when the criticism comes in, um, you also think he's he's got a point there. He's got you know he. Okay, but that's because
2: you've already, you've already taken that arrow right out of the air and stabbed yourself
0: with it. You've
2: already,
0: well, it doesn't matter whether he is right or not. What matters
2: is how you feel about whether you've gotten hit by that arrow. It doesn't matter whether he is right or not. Let the right arrows as well as the wrong arrows just whiz right
1: by. Yeah, this is, this is, I mean, I thought the point about this was that the arrow hits you and you don't. Um,
2: yeah, that's you, because you, you weren't smart enough it. to see it, you weren't smart enough to see it coming. Now we're going to add this observer in there that's going to be able to see and protect Jerry because the guy slung arrows, not at Jerry, but the Jerry in his own mind. OK, so let those arrows just go off into space. And the observer, the one who can see clearly, the adult in the room, the adult in your mind, and says, oh, he missed the point. He missed. He didn't get you. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know who you are. In other words, we take the self out of it. That you keep putting the self in there, or actually another way I like to talk about it is is that you're making yourself a target so that you do get hit by the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune, rather than finding ways of dodging them because you're not there. If you're not there, then what can they hit? This does
1: not accord with what
2: it feels like. Well, that's Um, because you've already gotten hit.
1: Yes. Too late. the point, the point is, and I come back to, is that that criticism may be, to an extent, valid. That criticism may not be, indeed, it may not be intended in the way it seems to be intended. Um, it may be a sort of, you know, it may be somebody uh, trying to sort of make some help form.
2: Except bit. that it, but it doesn't matter what he's doing in his mind, is how you let it be hit or how you hit yourself with it. You're the one who takes it personal. That's why you feel bad, it's because it's the you, it's the selfish part, it's the your sand cars. Oh, I here I go hurting again. Not only do you feel the way that you feel now but it's an old familiar feeling it's almost like every time you've ever been criticized this is how you feel of course all right so maybe you need to start um practicing being criticized and feel something else rather than the old habit of feeling the way you do when you're criticized
1: but then how do you get past the sensation that this criticism is is correct. It doesn't matter whether correct. it doesn't matter whether just criticism.
2: Well, if if it's good news, then thank him for it. If it's good news, then thank him for it. That's a good idea. That's a good point.
3: Know, but then the you're point.
2: doing. But that, that that takes some some effort, something new on your part, rather than just going down the same old rat hole of feeling the way that you've done it every time. The you that gets hit for that feeling is the one that then suffers and goes down that rat hole. Let's have a new observer in there. And the observer says, spot on, that's good information.
1: Or whatever yeah that's interesting because the, the this idea of the observer always raises in my mind the question of um, i mean i know it's it's anatta doesn't mean well sorry i'm i'm getting beyond the past where i'm going the question oh. of the observer arises in the mind who is the observer
2: Yes, I know, and and that goes down a rat hole of its own. Mm-hmm. Let's just allow the observer without having to be, let us say it this way, the correct way of saying it is, let the observation be there without an observer. We don't really want to focus on the observer. We want to focus on the fact that
0: we can see what's going on, the observation,
1: which is a yeah, higher... Would, but, yeah. I hear you, but obviously the difficulty is to imagine an observation without an observer. I mean, this is something that all, all right. We read about what it, mean, we hear about it. Hang,
2: hang on, hang on, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Immediately, what has happened is, is we've gone from a real life situation that you've got a real feeling and now you've gone all philosophical and everything. Let's not go philosophical and. <laughs> and and let's get down to really what needs to be done and that is is to be able to get out of the way of the criticism so that you're not hit by that arrow get out of its way to let the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune miss their target because you are not there to get hit You're not making yourself a target anymore. Just because he's throwing wild arrows of accusations and and, um, um, criticism out into the room in general doesn't mean that you have to go stand in front of that in order to make sure that his arrows strike their target. That's what you've been doing. Oh, that's me he's talking about. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and now you can say oh no that's not you that's not you that's not who he's talking about he's just all thinking about his own thing he doesn't know who you are at all what he says may be correct but he, he didn't hit me you take the me out of it so that's the way that we can practice actually now we can practice that in advance in the sense that if you know that this guy is probably going to criticize you when you walk into the room with him, don't go in that room. That's how advanced you can get with this. Don't go to the places where you think you're going to get criticized. But then if the criticism happens, don't let them happen to you. Take a mental hike, move across the room, dodge the bullet this is why so many of the young people like that matrix movie is because the whole point of the end of the movie is being able to dodge the bullets which is basically the same thing as dodging the slings and arrows of outrageous fortunes and criticisms and language and whatever just bend out of the way it's not you he hit curiously
1: enough i've never seen the matrix movie but uh... There you can are. get the idea of dodging the bullets. Yeah, you can dodge
2: that criticism. He didn't hit you. He's just out there shooting wild at some target
1: he's got in his mind. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, what you what you do see? I mean, I'm not thinking that, Not thinking of the matrix. I'm thinking of all the all the uh, uh, all the all the Star Wars ones where the guy with the lightsaber actually hits the bullet as it comes in which is uh, which is all more, more fantasy, really.
2: Well, it is all fantasy, so... Well, or it's training beyond the capabilities of the audience, which makes it fantasy. We don't know what's real. And in fact, almost none of the movies are real. They're almost all stop motion. But in fact, the real Sabre... Um, uh, Uh, the samurai that really get excellent at it and would rather do an exhibition rather than a movie. But that's almost always staged. But there is some pretty spectacular things that happen right there on the baseball field. For that pitcher to have really thrown that ball with all his might and a half a second later, that ball is right in his face. Can he catch it? Well, and That yes. happens quite a lot. Quite a lot it does. Quite a lot. Those pitchers will catch that hard drive that that batter hit out. Mm-hmm. He threw it at 100 miles an hour, and it came back at him at 200 miles an hour,
1: and he caught it anyway. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to put it in, uh, put it in, <laughs> put it in British cricketing terms, I suppose. The same thing happens. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I've never been to a baseball game. Um, anyway, you, you, you're talking to an alien here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. No. So anyway, that
2: kind of stuff is not important. What's in stor- important is is that can you dodge the comments and see that those comments or those uh, criticisms, N- not you. That he's just out there criticizing, you don't have to uh, uh, to take it as criticism, even. Just you know,
0: mistakes. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Give him, forgive him.
2: But don't stand in the way and become his target. Play dodgeball a little bit. Get out of your own way.
1: <laughs> it's a
2: happy thought well next time have that happy thought just in time before the criticism is finished so that you'll be able to get right out of its way you don't have to stand there and say yeah that's me you're talking about oh hmm.
1: yes no i always think it's it's a bit like are you are you familiar with them um, are you familiar with the poem the shooting of down McGrew"? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't see that movie. I don't know it. it. It wasn't a movie, it's a it's a poem from a way back at the beginning of the twentieth century about about a gunfight in a bar. Uh-huh. Um, and um I mean effectively the 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 stranger stumbles in out of the dark and um and he insults the sort of head the the the, the, the head body in the bar. And um, uh-huh. he plays. Uh, he comes in, and somebody the the, the he plays the piano. He, the Jagtime Time kid is having a drink, and there's nobody on the stool. So the stranger stumbles across the bar, and he chops chops down there like a fool. And you you the 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 author describes the effect of the music and the feelings it arouses, and it finishes up with um. Uh, something or sure. other that burnt like a frozen lash and the, the lust awoke to kill to kill and the music stopped with a crash mm-hmm. so it's the lust awoke to kill to kill that's that's brought on by the music and then of course then what happens of course is the lights go down the two men shoot at each other and it ends up with pitched pitched on his head and pumped full of the lead it was dangerous Dan and the man from the clutch to the breast of the lady you see and, um, and it, it, it's all—it's all sort of declamatory stuff that they used to go in for at that stage when people recited poems out loud. Um, <coughs> but <coughs> the point—the <coughs> point is that it's triggering the lust to kill, which is—which is what happened. Mm -hmm. and how do you how do you how do you stop that because it's not so much dodging the bullet as as, well um,
2: that bar scene though is is that people work themselves up mm -hmm. that is it's always starts off as an argument the Dama dude is going to recognize that argument starting up as it starts up and take a hype, get out of it and go do something else. But an ordinary person is going to stay in the argument and and the feelings build up and build up. Mm -hmm. And neither party knows that this is not going in a good direction. Maybe somebody else in the bar will say, will you two guys knock it off? Or maybe somebody will go stand between them or whatever like that. But if... uh, um, nobody comes between them, it's going to wind up in violence, whether they've got guns or not.
1: Yeah, like in the old movies, when invariably somebody gets thrown through the bow window. Yeah.
2: <laughs> right, but that's because they were standing there getting hit by the slings and arrows, and every time that they got hit with a new one, they got more outraged. And both mm. people going up in, in in anger, and it doesn't happen instantly. Every one of those mind moments, you have a choice. Are you gonna wake up and see where this is headed? Have some wisdom here. Arguments never go anywhere correctly. It's always as soon as you recognize that you've gotten started in an argument to break it up. Hmm. This is true, this is certainly true. Okay, so how can how soon can you recognize it? That's what this is all about. I was the original part that we were talking about is, is to have the wisdom in advance
0: before he ever says it but the the point about getting shot is because he said it. I
2: got hit, I hit him back, and he hit me, and we hit and, then, and now the guns come out, and we start shooting at each other. Uh-huh. But it was all the, all a buildup. That in fact, uh, almost without a doubt, that when anybody kills someone in first degree murder, not in the heat of the argument, but in the first degree, they will give a warning that, that the court can drag in there. They'll put something on Instagram, or they'll write a threatening email, or they'll do something, they put it into speech first. And that would be a good time to wake up. Look at what I'm writing here. Mm -hmm. I'm about to tell this guy that I'm trying to hurt him, and then I will go out and actually try to hurt him. So we always have time if we would wake up before we get violent by looking at how we feel about it and changing the way that we feel about it. Like, for instance, congratulating the guy for being correct, rather than being angry at him because he not only was correct, but he was able to wound you with his correct arrow.
0: But if you can let that correct arrow just fly by by, and you can say, hey, that was a good correct arrow that you just
2: shot. <laughs> but you didn't get me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that can be done at any stage along in the argument is when are we going to wake up? Because if we don't wake up ever, there's going to be violence.
1: Yes, I mean, one's not. I'm not really talking about a sustained argument here. So much as something that. uh, That is sad and produces. It triggers a reaction in one cell. Right, which is
2: the start, the start of the argument, the start of the argument. Yeah, yeah, the start of the argument. That's the time to stop it is when the argument starts. Rather than ending it with a bang, which is your say the way that you said you'd do it. Well. You'll end the argument quickly, but you'll destroy something
1: doing it. <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, yeah, you, you you don't you don't let it pull pull pull. <laughs> you don't let it pull up to shooting or or or, or escalate. You just <laughs> you just go to a hundred. <laughs> that lovely one, I, it reminds <laughs> just gives. I just had the picture of that, uh, uh, Going back to movies. Uh, there's one of those um, red um, Indiana Jones movies where a large man with an Arabic man in his robes with a scimitar starts waving it around and <laughs> Indiana Jones just looks, looks sort of, oh, for God's sake, here we go again, pulls up yeah. his <laughs> revolver and blows the guy away. <laughs> Doesn't wait for anything, you know, just Instant, instant reaction there.
2: All right. So let's do that. That's the Dhamma dude. As soon as you see this guy all dressed up in criticism trying to uh, um, uh, do his voodoo dance in front of you, all you have to do is pull your wisdom gun out and just blow him away.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but not with a comment, but with wisdom. Yeah. The wisdom is that he can't hurt you. He can't touch you. Only you can hurt you. And you're in the habit of doing that. So get out of the habit of hurting you. That when he slings throws that arrow at you, you make sure that it get that it hits the target. Now you can start making sure he can't hit any targets here. No bullseyes here. This is yep. what we mean by getting out of our own way. And in fact, in order to be hit, that's a kind of selfishness. We become selfish. We're trying to protect the self. Indeed. And when you're not trying to protect yourself, because you just got out of the way of it, you don't have to you know, deal with the arrow because you didn't get hit by it.
3: So plan in advance. They can't hit you.
2: They can't get to you. But look yeah. at all those times that they did get to you and now you're not going to been there done that now you're not going to let them get to you anymore. You're going to stand aside. Uh huh. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, that works, doesn't it? You could see it that way. Yeah, you don't have just because you got hit by the that uh, criticism over and over again when we were a kid now we can stand aside been there done that i felt bad enough by being criticized now the criticism can just roll right by Mm.
0: yeah yeah okay okay yeah
2: So be on guard when these guys come in with their slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. Well, be ready. Be in your karate stance or whatever, like that. You miss me. <laughs> no, <just> a- <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay.
1: okay well.
0: well, let's go ahead and finish now. I
2: think you kind of got it. This is good.
1: Well, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Um, it's uh, yes. <laughs> right. Uh, was there anything else? Well, let's hmm. do it next
2: time. I think that you sit with this one today that you don't have to get criticized. You don't have to stand and get hit by the criticism. You can get out of its way. Especially the criticism that comes from within. When you start to criticize yourself, you can say, Never mind, just stand right out of its way.
1: Yeah, but the problem the problem with that is you're not being honest with yourself.
2: Yes, you are. I
1: mean,
2: you're being not only honest, but you're not being cruel. You're 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 complaining cruelty with honesty.
3: Um
2: Be gentle and nurturing instead of honest, cruelly.
0: Uh, uh, It's okay that you screw up. You have been screwing up your whole
2: life and feeling bad. Now it's time for you to start to screw up naturally the way you've been screwing up all along and feel good about it. Your choice.
1: Well, yes, yes. I suppose it is, but I mean sort of completely <laughs> completely
3: <laughs>
1: counterintuitive. Hang on. Oh wait a yes. minute. I need to locate where I'm at. I'm okay. end the call. Hang on. Um carry on. Sorry, I well I just have to go. rearrange things here.
0: Right. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, I was sitting I was I was in the kitchen there my wife has come down and uh, never mind, we're okay I'll now. Move out of the kitchen, but I mean that's probably time to stop anyway, Morato Yes, uh, I think that staying
2: with this one point is good today. Getting this one point out and also recognize that you criticize yourself on the inside and you don't have to do that. Whether it's correct or not, be nurturing and loving to yourself rather than critical.
0: Uh, Yes, well,
2: uh... (laughs) yeah. Accepting yourself warts and all, you're okay just the way you are. You don't have to make any changes or improvements, you're already okay.
1: Take a breath. I thought the whole point of this exercise was making changes and improvements.
2: Well, the the changes that we're making and the improvements is, is to stop making improvements and start enjoying the way things already are. Let's not get too confused here. The changes that we make is to stop working so hard, to stop seeing so much wrong and to start recognizing everything is already okay.
0: Uh, Okay. Well, you don't have to
2: fix anything. Everything's already all right. Wow, what a relief! Everything's already okay. I don't have to fix anything.
1: Oh, come on! uh. (laughs) After decades of I'm not okay. I mean, come on. (laughs)
2: Practice, my friend. Practice. Yeah. Well, there we are. Because you've been practicing really, really many years at talking yourself into feeling bad. Now it's time for you to practice talking yourself into feeling good. You're
1: okay. Oh, it's, it's, yes, it's, uh, uh, I have to say that from, from the, I have to say that that sounds facile. It sounds, it sounds hollow. It sounds, um, you know, against weight, against the...
0: But
2: the way that you're talking right now is still critical.
1: Absolutely.
2: Right. So can you start having a nurturing thought that everything is all right anyway? It's Uh not absurd. Then you
1: start nurturing yourself. You're nurturing yourself far too much. You shouldn't be doing that.
2: You ain't nurturing yourself nearly enough and you're talking about too much already.
1: Yeah, well, there we
2: are. Yes, that's that's the way the critical mind is. This critical mind is only happy, critical, one hundred percent of the time. We don't want any nourishing in here at
1: all. No, I mean you get some nourishing, but you you criticize yourself for nourishing, you know.
0: Well,
2: there you go. So stop, stop, stop. That's the whole point. Take the effort, the effort actually, if you can think of the right effort, is always on the brake pedal. Put your effort into the brakes. Yeah. Stop it. Yes, well. Stop Stop thinking, stop being critical, stop, you know, all those unwholesome thoughts. Just take the, the wholesome thoughts. Everything is okay, everything is fine. When people are criticizing you, everything is okay. Everything is fine. They can't touch
0: you. Mm. Yes. Yes,
2: that's that's real freedom. The real freedom is not being um, completely uh, free from being able, or free from having the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune. The freedom is that they can't touch you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can do that with your own critical thoughts. Just say, hey, I don't have to criticize myself. I'm already okay. Everything's all right. Everything is fine. I mean, you've been working for all of these years to try to fix things, and still everything feels like it needs to be fixed. Why don't we change our attitude to, well, maybe things were the way they were all along. They were okay, and I keep fixing them, and they're still okay, and now I can stop fixing them, and they'll still be okay. Yeah, let's just stop. It doesn't it
1: does sound like any kind of self-improvement. Which well, we're not trying mean, to improve the self. Then,
0: in fact, we're just kind of letting the self have a rest. We're not trying to self-help. We're trying to um,
2: yeah. already... Yeah, we don't, oh, it doesn't need any help. But this is what all this stuff is about, isn't it? No, I think that in fact that there are... We can say then that there is this Western Buddhism that already has this whole history of psychology, psychotherapy, self-help books, Power of Positive mm-hmm. Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, all the way back to... Uh, uh, how to win friends and influence people by what was it yeah okay so there's a long long history of all of that kind of stuff that's getting in the way of the actual teachings of the buddha which are very very simple very simple stop trying to fix yourself and accept yourself yourself the way you are and you're okay And then you can be friends with yourself and then you can be friends with other people. And that's basically all there is to the teaching of the Buddha. You don't have to go win friends. But in fact, a guy who wins friends is probably trying to do so in a in a uh, phony kind of way. But if you're already friends with yourself,
1: then it's easy to make friends with other people. Well, that's the point about all this self-help stuff. Ultimately, it's all phony
2: yeah but let's do something let's do something now that's authentic right here right now right here right now just nurture yourself you're okay but in fact that whole point about when someone is criticizing you just stand out of the way that's a way of nurturing yourself just stand out of the way don't get hit by his criticism just stand out of the way Take the easy way out. Nurture yourself. You're all right. You don't have to defend yourself against him. You're already okay. This is an easy, easy concept. It's just upside down to everything you've been taught. That's why it needs to be practiced. Okay. With wholesome thoughts, one wholesome thought after another. Everything is okay, everything is fine, no problems, no worries, no criticisms, everything's all right. Or as the Zen people say, just sitting, no place to go, nothing to do. The spring comes and the grass grows all by itself. Yeah. And that's alien to these self help books which by the way were written by people who wanted to self help by getting some money out of writing the book
1: well of course I mean, it's, it's a great way to do it i mean i mean it's, it's, the, the, the lovely story of, of course of um how uh how um it scientology got founded i mean l ron hubbard was talking to a couple of other science fiction writers i think it was heinlein and he made it all up and he knew he he made it all up and he said i'm going to do this i'm going to make up a religion and he did did.
3: yeah boy -hmm. have
1: they made money out of that one (laughs) Mm
3: -hmm.
1: it's a great wee number that one yeah. Let's, anyway, look, let's go get a
2: Tom Cruise or two, and we're in like Clint. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Anyway, we better we better stop there because okay. I, had, uh, I I I got to go and Yes. Okay. And some I brunch know. or something. So. Okay.
2: Everything is all right. Everything is fine. Jerry, we'll see you soon.
1: Thank you. Go have much fun. For, uh, Dem- yeah. Okay. Cheers, then. Uh, <laughs>
0: How do I switch
1: this thing off? Oh, yes. Okay.
0: Bye-bye.